Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Tuesday, October 11th, special teams coordinator Michael Clay spoke to the media. At what point during the week did you have a pretty good sense about uh, Cameron that he'd be okay? Uh... Shoot, you know, he went through that whole, you know, obviously through the the tryout process on Tuesday we had right there, and you know, obviously getting him comfortable with the whole, you know, operation and everything. So it was just a weekly process, and he was out there Thursday with the field goal unit. You know, he was calm, cool, collected. So, you know, regardless of the situation, I thought Cam did an excellent job throughout the week of practice, getting prepared for it. Um, then come Saturday and Sunday, you know, he was. You, you you talk to him and he's just very cool. Like he doesn't go high or low right there. So it was actually really cool to see him uh, go out there and perform like he did. And you know it's kudos to him, kudos to the field goal unit, the operation, Tyler Brown working with them and just getting him comfortable. I mean, you see after all those uh, PATs and field goals, the guys on kickoff all dapping him up, which was really cool to see. You know that uh, a guy that people have known for three days gets you know the the help from everybody else, which was really cool to see. As far as picking a Cameron. Um after the game, Nick made a point of mentioning that you guys went with what you thought was the best kicker as opposed to an experienced option, which might have been a conventional route. Why were you comfortable going in that route as opposed to someone who's kicked in games before? Uh, you know, the comfortability, of, you know, we all have that short list like we talked about last, uh, last week in terms of Tyler Brown the front office, you know, who they feel comfortable with and the coaches and the, the players in this in this room make it more comfortable with it. You know, Tyler Brown does an unbelievable job. I was his, his dad and uh, Randy up in Baltimore, but Tyler, you know, when we when we signed um, Cameron that Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, whatever it is, spent time with him just to get to know him and just work little things out. So a lot of the coaching uh, from Tyler, um, Joe P, you know, and the confidence and everything. So, you know, having a new guy in, you know, yeah, he's going to be hungry to prove a point. Um, you could say the same that happened to Jake Elliott when he was, you know, drafted in the late rounds. Um, Cincinnati then comes in here and he wants to prove something, which you want you want people that are out there ready to prove something. So it is all kudos to everybody that was uh, involved in the whole thing. Did you get a sense what uh, Cameron's range was either pregame or during the week, like how far out he could have made a field goal? Yeah, you know, it, it all depends. It was nice, you know, you're in a controlled environment. Being, being at a dome and everything like that. But it all goes through the whole communication with the, myself, Nick, Tyler, Cameron himself, like how, what he feels comfortable with. And we're just trying to make it as comfortable an environment as possible for him. Um, so I thought the communication was great. The offense, you know, helped out immensely, you know, having those short fields right there to give him, you know, a 23-yarder, 42-yarder. That's big. That's big time regardless of, en- of anything right there. And he came in through the clutch, and, you know, he, uh, he struck the ball well. ran. It was fourth and two. Were you telling the guys when they went out that, you know, short yardage, watch for the fake or anything like that? Yeah, you know, it was fourth and four at the 28. We're always talking about D. Joe, don't jump off sides, alert something, you know, in the, you know, going against Jeff so much in the NFC West. When I was in San Francisco, we knew we had, you know, he had that in the repertoire and everything. And, you know, hats off to them. Um, it was a gutsy call and they executed right there. We wish we could have that back and give our offense a short field going into that two-minute drill. Um, fortunate enough, the defense held and, you know, only to three points instead of seven right there. But, again, it, it, we, we can't give them an extra drive right there, but hats off to Arizona getting that thing done. What's the takeaway there? Was yeah. there what was supposed to happen, I guess, on, on your side? or 
you know, we felt comfortable with the call, you know, the communication with everybody. You know, we had the two-minute warning and, and uh, understanding what, what could happen right there. We had eight in the box. It was just hats off to them again. You know, they just out-executed, you know, for they, they had to work hard for those six yards, though. Um, but, again, we don't want to give that up regardless of the situation um, going into we knew they had that in their back pocket. We just got to make sure, you know, we're on our P's and Q's again and, you know, stop them next time and give our offense a short field. The ball would have been at the 30-yard line and how we've been doing on offense in terms of, you know, turning the situations from a two-minute, then getting the ball back in the second half. We would like to keep that going. But, again, hats off to Arizona football. They made a good play right there. we got to get better from it. Did Milton uh, affect that 43-yard missed field goal at all? I don't know about him uh, by himself, but I thought the field goal block was really rushing really hard in the entire game, even before that. Um, Jordan Davis, Brandon Graham, you know, they, they were getting good push on the, on the guards right there. And, you know, people do feel that when there's an offensive lineman kind of backed up right there, guys on the ground. So I don't know if he really affected that last kick, but those three kicks previous, the guards were getting pushed back by Jordan, Milton, uh, BG. So we tried to make a, you know, from our field goal block standpoint, make them pay for points. You know, you, you have a full two seconds to try and get these guys back after scoring or trying to get points on right there. So I thought the rush game was really good the entire game uh, prior to that last kick. Hunt that Britton muffed. Uh, what, what's the coaching point there? Like, should he have called for a fair, fair catch, do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything. Um, in hindsight, do you want him to fair catch it and not risk him off? Sure, why not? But a lot of the times you'll see a lot of big punt returns happen when there's rushing and you make one guy miss right there. So there's, you know, just feeling what, what type of ball the punter hit. Is it a high hang ball? Yeah, probably fair catch it. If it's a rocket to you and there's nobody around you within 10 yards, yes, take it. Um, but there is pros and cons to everything. You just try to learn from it. You know, Brent's trying to learn from everything, um, being, you know, rookie and everything. But, you know, you live with it. You wish, you know, he didn't put a ball on the ground, and we got to keep, keep getting better at that. But, again, you know, it's, it happens, but we can't let that happen uh, again. Was the hit on him uh, okay? It was right as he was catching the ball, I guess. Does he have any kind of cushion there at all? Yeah, I mean, again, the – you could put it in the rest size. You could put it not in the rest size. They've got a tough job right there, so not getting right into it. You know, we just got to keep that ball off the ground right there. Got a block punt last week against the Rams. What have you seen from their punt rush, and what? How do you think your units can basically uh, stuff that up? Yeah, no, uh, Bonesy. You know, even going back, and again, it's very. I'm very fortunate enough that we went against him a lot in San Francisco when he was in L.A. Um, he's got he's got really good rush in there. You know, obviously, 92 Armstrong. I think he's he's playing well on defense and as a punt rusher. Uh, he blocked one last year against a- Atlanta, coming around on on the long snapper right there. But if we you know sink down to our technique with our, our with our guards and our long snapper. And Rick's done an unbelievable job in terms of the a gap. And you know, the guy that really helps us throughout the week is Matt Leo. You don't get a lot of guys on you know your practice squad that are six seven two seventy two eighty that could rush you and give you the same look. So, you know, it all comes down to the guys that are helping the guys play on, on Sunday. So Matt's done an unbelievable job that makes it hard for us in practice, but in the game, it slows everything down. We're just able to, you know, sink to our level of fun- fundamentals and be able to stop that. But, again, the, very much respect uh, towards Bonesy and that, and that pump block unit. Um, he's, he's had a, a few in the, in the last few years. So we've got our work cut out for us to make sure that uh, nobody gets around the block spot for Aaron. It seems each week up here you mentioned Tyler Brown. Um, what's his role specifically, and what's his, 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 his value to that room? Yeah, Tyler does an unbelievable job. Um, he, he, works with, he works with everyone, just like any special, good special teams coach would. Um, you know, he's able to speak the same language as a lot of kickers and punters um, that make it at ease for everyone. 
Um, he's, he's done an unbelievable job on the outside with the Gunners. You can see Zach McPherson's making a lot of plays on the outside. He's done a really good job in terms of interacting with those guys and getting those guys comfortable, ready to play. So I think Tyler, Joe P., you know, as, you know, guys helping me out, get ready for the week, they've done an unbelievable job. So, you know, I've... I was told a long time ago, you know, by FIP and Hightower, like, you want to help other guys build and grow and, you know, be a special teams coordinator if that's what he wants. So him having the opportunity to talk in front of other guys and everything like that, it's really special to see, you know, even seeing his growth from last year being the first time in an NFL building to now the sense of confidence he has with the guys, the guys have the confidence in him to get them right. So it's it's really cool to see him, you know, he – and you can ask him. I don't know how he how he feels about me, but you know, I'm just trying to help him, you know, be the best coach he possibly can be because he pushes me to be the best coach I possibly can be. Zach McPherson, they combined for that tackle on the opening kickoff, uh, specifically for Reed. What's it been like coaching him up after you know he didn't play special teams uh, much at all in college? Yeah, I mean, very similar to Nicobe. It's easy to t- uh, coach special teams when you just got a football player out there. And Reed, Reed is funny. You know, I, I like to mess with Reed a little bit. I always ask him what's he going to mess up today in practice. He never messes anything up in practice. Uh, he comes in ready to work. I mean, he, he's, he asks the right questions. He comes in to see us for extra work right there. And whenever his number was called, he was ready to go, which is the cool thing with special teams. You never know what's going to happen. You never know with injuries and everything like that um, who's going to be called on next. So that's my job to get everybody prepared from the top down. And seeing Reed on that first kickoff, you know, he, he, was, he was rolling down there, came in with some good force, and, and him and Zach making a really good tackle against Eno Benjamin right there. That was really cool to see and just see the emotion um, to see, you know, the little kid come out of him. You know, everyone, this is a job. This is a production-based business, but it's also football. You're supposed to have fun. So to see that emotion from him to get out there and make a play was really cool to see. How would you assess how the special teams have done through five weeks overall? How would you assess the performance level? Yeah, overall, it's been – it's been solid. It's been okay. There's some things we could get better at, no doubt. There's a lot of things we could get bet- better at. I think you ask anybody in this building, you know, no one's ever satisfied where you're at through five weeks. Um, but I think our coverages have been really have been doing a really good job in terms of punt, kickoff coverage, um, punt return. You know, we squeezed some 15, some 12 yards. We'd like to be a little bit more in terms of that punt, re- uh, kickoff return. Haven't had a lot of opportunities the last couple weeks. Um, with, with Washington than um, with Arizona with all touchbacks and everything, but we still got to get a little. We still got to get better in all phases to 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 help this team um, reach the goal that we want to reach. What will get the return game really going? What what is missing there? I mean, you can look around the NFL. Everyone's you know these guys, these punters are really good now. They can hang it up there. They can throw throw different rotations on the ball out there. So you know it's. It all comes down, you know, especially on pump return, you know, do you get the right situation? Is it a rocket ball where you've got some time right there? Can we hold up the guys on the outside? So there's a lot of variables to get on um, with pump returns to get our return game going. So we're just going to keep working, keep keep grinding at it. You know, you know, it's just no different than, you know, a major league baseball hitter, man. You're going to swing, swing, but one time you're going to hit that sweet spot and it's going and it's going to go long. So we just got to keep working at it. Um, keep playing penalty free, which I think the guys have really done a good job through five weeks. I think we've only had two, and that was in the Washington game. Um, in my eyes, that's two too many, but we still got to work at that. But we're going we're gonna to keep grinding it and you know, hopefully get you know, one eight loose on a couple of them. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.